The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, we can't thank you guys uh, for joining us enough. We greatly appreciate it. Today is May 23rd, and we've got a fucking problem in the Noble household. Uh, the person who sits across from me for a while sat in a, ho- or in a ch- dorm room in Champaign uh, has gone to the dark side, and it begins tonight, and I'm not really sure how to handle this. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what does your job entail tonight? Oh, being an umpire? Yeah. For five-year-olds? You know, there's a dark side. There is no gray area in the dark side. Actually, I'm doing kids. What, what is your quote on the, the Sith? Uh, Only the dark side deals in absolutes. There we go. So you're dealing in absolutes? I'm dealing in absolutes. So there's the a dark side. side and there's a light side. Well, then you're the dark side, right? I'm now. not. If you're dealing in absolutes, you are. <laughs> so you just, like, that quote just went completely against I feel like you. you are dealing in absolutes on the dark side. What are we doing? I'm uh, making money. It was your idea, bitch. <laughs> like, what? It was uh, I hate, it was, all I said was apply it to park and rec. I was thinking maybe you could mow the grass no, during the day. Used the maybe word you could uh, do some of those other things. But you chose uh, you chose violence. You've been trying to get me to be an umpire for there. Have not. For they, like guys, years. do not allow this man to, um, what do they call it? I don't know. You don't think what, what, what is the thing that all the, the ladies say now? Nah, but not, not to be sexist. But the, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, there's a term, gaslight. You're gaslighting me right now. No, I'm not. I feel like you are. I feel like you are. Um, and on the night of the Stanley Cup, which we will get to later, the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, and also we started two game series with love the Level Up boys from Toronto. Yeah, I th- I'm excited for this series. I won't be able to watch any of it, basically, but um, it should be fun to see. It's, this is a good test, I think, to see where they're at. Um, to see the young guys are gonna face some top end pitching the next couple of days, so it's good to see if they were just hitting because they were hitting AAA pitching still, or if they're gonna actually make the adjustment to the big leagues this week. Yeah, you got Barrios tonight, and you've got Gosman tomorrow. So Barrios hasn't been great as of late. However, we know that he still has very, very good stuff, and Kevin Gosman's been elite. I mean, for the not. Been elite. very very he's good been for this year. He's been two point five something ERA, I believe. He's doing stuff he that only Cy Young very good. He's been elite. So, um, 2.52 ERA, that's what I thought. You got Michaelis going tonight, uh, off the heels of a three-game sweep in Pittsburgh. So if you were to tell me that the road trip ends 4-3, and three, that's what we kind of thought. We just didn't necessarily think you were going to lose 3-4 or four in, in New York. But hey, you bounce back. Uh, this team, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, and we have on this show been critical of Jeff Albert and our offense and question things and yeah there are a lot of inconsistencies but right now second in major league in base in major league baseball in hits 359 um only the mets have more than we do at 365 and there they have the and we league. lead the major leagues in stolen bases with 36. yeah and we have the lowest strikeout percentage of baseball that's fantastic to know right there yeah so i mean they have the keys are there and I'm I want to be shocked that they're not too far in runs just because they blow up twice a week right um but yeah, I don't know what to think about the offense. I like the young guys. I think they're doing a good job. I really like the lineup today. We can get to that in a second. Um, I think we should start the show before talking about anything, just sending our thoughts to Yachty, because he's on the bereavement list. He's in peace. Um, it's cool that Yvonne Herrera is coming up. We can talk about that in a second. But um, apparently he had a death in his family, and there's also someone incredibly sick in Puerto Rico, so he's kind of dealing with double 
double bad things down there. So um, I hope everything's okay. Obviously, it's not okay, but I hope he gets through it fine. Um, but I think Yvonne Herrera coming up is really cool. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, so um, today you get Herrera. Hey, the Memphis, first of all, the Memphis Mafia is all the way here. That poor coach down there, man. The, Me- the Memphis Mafia got on a train. And they went straight due north, right up through uh, Interstate 55 to Bush Stadium. And they are all here. Uh, Cardinals call up Lars today, who has been raking after we said he hadn't been hitting. But then he came off the IL, like, immediately when we started talking about him. Hit three jacks yesterday. That's what bat he was using yesterday. What one? Don't with the puck knob. Of course he was. Like no uh, Here's my in. question. Do you think that today Lars walks into the, the dugout and is an incredibly, who, first of all, incredibly confused? You're, you're not there to help him find his glove after a game. You're not there to remind him that he is wearing a McFarland jersey onto the field when he's not T.J. McFarland. <laughs> no. You're not there to help him find anything he needs. Do you think that the first person he's looking for, outside of maybe Nolan Arenado, who is like his bestie, uh, is you? Probably and you're not, not there. Instead, you are up at the park and rec on the motherfucking dark side up in games. No, I don't think he, he would be very disappointed in your friendship. He probably wouldn't. I don't think he's going to even remember that I was there. I bet he does. I, hey, who is he going to go back and who's going to find that glove? Probably him. Every night. Or anyone else. <laughs> every night. Every night. Yeah, he forgot something every night. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see... That's being a Nolan Gorman. There he is on the TV. I'm yeah. excited to see... Um, Lar- I don't know why he's on the line tonight. Um, Dickerson is, whatever. Well, probably because they just called him up today. It's You're a not four-hour drive. And also get Dickerson in there and get him a start. I have no problem with that. But I'm it is him. nice. You've got, you've got Gorman up. Uh, we've seen immediate success from him. Five for ten. Five. I mean, that. I'm not great at math. I don't teach math. But that seems like 500. He also two walks to one strikeout over the weekend. Uh, you get uh, you got Yepes has still been still takes very good at bats. You've got Donovan who continues to do everything right. You've got Lars up here now. You've got Herrera up here now. Palante, uh, Lib- Libby's back up. He's yep. going to start uh, the Saturday. second game. Saturday. Third. Oh, we're I'm going we're going to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, also we were supposed to go tonight. But one up once again. It was your idea, bitch. Once again, this man made a terrible life decision. It was your idea. So and I, we were supposed to be over there watching Barrios and Michaelis and the and the Blue Jays. But no, you, you have to go. And honestly, the Blues um, play tonight, so I don't even want to go to that. Well, game. then we were going to go tomorrow night, and you can't do that either. You can. Um, I might. It's not raining anymore, so no. But um, there's been a problem <coughs> that's going to be created in about ten days, a little bit more. But before we get to that, Dylan Carlson's on the IL. Um, with some hamstring tightness, he's fine. So I'm not worried about him. Ten days should be plenty to get him back on his feet. I think with the call-ups of all these guys and all these guys performing well, it really allowed them to say we're not going to push anything, take ten days off, we'll let Donovan, Yepes, and Gorman and all these guys play. We're not worried about it right now. You can just go take your days off. It honestly makes Ali's job a little bit easier on who he's going to put in the lineup every day. Um, But like I was saying, in ten days, they have to make a decision on Corey Dickerson. So that might be why he's playing. Because if Tyler and DC, which we all hope are back, fully back, when Tyler comes back, that's easy. Lars will go back down. Okay, that's just what's going to happen. Unless we have a struggle from a player that we don't expect to struggle right now. Correct. Um, when DC comes back, who goes down? It's going to be Dickerson or Donovan if Gorman continues to play well. Um, and Donovan, I would think, will continue to play well because I have no reason to believe he won't. <laughs> he appears to be here to stay. Yeah, and Yepes, well, I believe, will continue to play well. So it's going to have to be, I mean, Donovan more valuable, plays infield and outfield. He hits better against lefties and righties. He's fast. He plays hard. <coughs> He's not 32 Sorry. years old and declining rapidly. 
They're going to make a decision unless someone struggles, which I hope doesn't happen. I'm sure they do too. 2012, we signed Ty Wigginton. I remember. And in uh, July, they cut him. So there is a precedence here. I don't know what that date looks like. And I'm not calling, guys, I'd like to clarify there. I'm not calling for the Cardinals to cut Corey Dickerson. But I I do think you are right in the fact that there has to be, like there has to be, and I'm sure those, those conversations are ongoing because you have to obviously have forethought and you can't just be reactive. We've got to be proactive. Uh, and I believe that they, there are those conversations. But I, we, we sit on this, uh, the last two podcasts we've done, the, the hope is these young guys really breathe electricity into this team. And it sure appears, again, it's a three-game, we all have to, unfortunately, have to preface it, it's a three-game series with the Pirates. The Pirates, but it by the way, matter. have been playing very well. Yes. Not and very well, well. They're, they, they're, they're good. They're, they're a fine team. But the fact was... We went in there. We kicked the the for the most part the living dog crap out of them. Yeah, yeah Saturday game still fresh. I don't know frustrating game for me to watch, but we won. So that's really what you. I don't really care about the score. Sometimes I care about getting the win. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, there's going to be a lot. The next ten days, you have to see how these guys play against a good pitching. There's a real, very realistic possibility where one of the three guys struggles and it makes the decision easier. Yeah. But I'm. I don't. I don't. I just don't see that happening. I don't know if that's just me. I think these three guys are here to perform, and I think they're ready. Like, you have guys, they have a team. And when you look at it, I, I don't want to ever say someone shouldn't get his job, should lose his job. But at the same time, he's still getting paid. So it's not like he's losing his livelihood. Um, Corey Dickerson does not bring the same value as Brendan Donovan does to this team. And if Gorman continues to hit, that's going to be the, the decision right there. It's going to be, is it Donovan or Dickerson? Um, if Donovan continues to play well and they choose Dickerson, that's a problem. Uh, and if they use an excuse that Donovan needs a bats then there's going to be another problem because they weren't giving him at-bats and he was up for multiple weeks and he wasn't playing. So they obviously don't actually care about that. Um, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I just think this lineup, if you have Tyler, if you add this roster that we have currently constructed right now, and I love Lars, but you take him, you take Dickerson off, and you replace those guys with Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson, and those are the 11, 12 guys you have to put in any lineup on any given day. How do you not get excited about that prospect of having all of this talent to where you can give guys days off and it's not even like missing a beat? I agree 100%. Like you can mix and match based on matchups every day. Always already said he likes matchup-based lineups. You've already seen him do that a couple of times with putting Albert in against a right he's had success on or Dickerson against the left right he's had success on against. So you have you'll have options at the ass at that point. Lots of options. And it's really and then that forces everyone on the team. If you're not playing well, guess what this guy is. You're not playing. Lots of options, and uh, just to—I mean, we don't need to spend a lot of time on the series. There's not a lot of time to talk, or a lot of things to talk about. Libertor uh, ups and downs, which you expected, but he did his job. He almost got through five, which you could have gotten that fifth inning done and got the win. That would have been great. If you uh, Foreman had- first to back gets a hit, and then obviously on Sunday you have uh, the the um, Pools two home run game and the explosion on the cock. Yeah, that's gross. 18 runs, 18 runs. Yeah. Hey, we had to pay for that that game. I thought, like, what are we doing, Peacock? What are we doing? Making money from you. Why is that not on, the like, Apple? Why is that not on the... the f- so, here's what MLB did. They strike a deal with Apple and Peacock. Shout out to them. That's where the game is heading, I believe. But you have your own streaming, and you're black- blacking games out, and now you're making me pay for that game. Which, by the way, it's very hard to find Valley Sports Midwest. We are lucky we have DirecTV Stream. But if you have YouTube TV or you have Hulu or you have some of the other ones, Valley, they don't even have it on there. What is going on? Well, that's Valley Sports, not the league. Um, cause they well, it is. in, in a, Yeah, right. I understand that. But 
it's all of them. That's the wild thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you paid for it, so that's why they did it, because they know people <laughs> paid for it. I did. Um, Sucker born every minute. Also, it's a really bad time to have a baseball game nationally televised. And 30 in the morning. Because people are at church, and people are doing things. Yeah. So probably not great ratings on that game. And I had to pay for it on top of that. I like that that was your go-to, the church That's thing. the most prominent thing on a Sunday morning in our country. I thought it was NFL. Was NFL on today? I didn't think so. Maybe it was Premier League Soccer. But Man, Man U was playing, or Man City. I thought one they, of them. I thought, I mean, Gorman was one for two, so 500 average against lefty so far. Um, and he walked twice, struck out once. So, walked once. Yeah, so he has a 667 on base percentage versus lefty so far, so that's at least promising. He didn't start game two, but he came in, and I don't think he, and he hit a double as far as the bat when he came in the second game. Um, Three for three yesterday. I mean, he looks really good. I don't know how you're not how you could not be excited about. It. He doesn't have much swing and miss. It looks like right now. No, he takes good at base so far, so good. Uh, one other thing we have to, I guess we have to uh, obviously hit on uh, Stephen Matt's injury, yeah. shoulder. Uh, with pitchers, anytime you hear shoulder, forearm, oblique, elbow, that's always a, a, a question mark. Now we don't know. He's on the ten day IL. Pitching. Pitchers don't have ten days anymore. Oh, they don't. My apologies. I thought it, I thought it said pitchers 10 have day. ten days. Pitchers have fifteen. Okay, so he's on the fifteen day IL. And I guess they'll just reevaluate. I know they did an MRI, and I guess that the the uh, results of that are forthcoming. I'm assuming they weren't too bad, if that's what it was. Um, I'm going to say it'll probably be fine, but that means we get three starts to Libertor, probably. So that should be exciting, and by the time that's over, I mean, Jack's going to be on the horizon of coming back. So Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it very, he's it's been very quiet. I did say ask Jeff Jones today about it, and his response was, We'll know when they either send him out to a rehab start or they make it known. So it does seem like they are being very, very quiet about it. Well, at this point, he's been throwing, so no news is good news. Yeah, that is true. Um, They heard the Alex Reyes news. That was not good news, and we hadn't heard anything for a while. That is very true. So I think think the the rotation will be fine. I think Libertor is going to be okay. Just leaving too many pitches over the middle of the plate. If we had a normal defense out there of Tyler O'Neill and left, he probably gives up one run. Correct. Um, But we didn't, so... Then he had some hard hit balls. I mean, the the Pirates actually put together some impressive at bats. I thought the whole weekend, to be honest with you, but more competitive than I thought they were going to be. So, um, he had it. He was okay though. I'm not worried about him. And he's shout, get a start against the Brewers. Shout out to Rondone for saving our bullpen. Yeah, that was huge. Coming up, he looked. I mean, we've seen him in the past not look great. He looked really. I'm again, Pirates. But. Uh, he gave us some good innings. Yeah, congrats. You saved our bullpen back to the Abs- play. Absolutely <laughs> right. And then yesterday, obviously, Yachty saves the bullpen. Going, And the funny thing was, early in the day, when we were up like 8 to nothing, I jokingly tweeted, hey, let's score 15 and have Yachty pitch today. Well, they scored 18 and had Yachty pitch. Now, let me ask you this. All right, as we kind of veer off into just a little tangent before, before we be- get back. Did you talk about the other guy that got called up today? No, I thought we'd get back to that in a second. It's not much newsworthy. It's just a little frustrating. Okay, well, let's, stay, let's, let's stay the track. Here. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on players pitching at this point? Um, I think when you're, I, I don't like it ever, really, to be honest with you. But if you're in a dire straits for a for a bull, your bullpen like we were, why would you not? Uh, I, I, it's fun. Like it was fun to see our pitch. It was fun to see our pitch. But do you think baseball, major league baseball, will head to where there's almost a mercy rule? Uh, no, because no, I hope well, not. I well, I, I there's a lot of talk. It's gaining a lot of momentum no, God, to where no. the point is. I know. I I I tend to agree with you. But this whole putting pitcher or guys out there who aren't pitchers, but it's happened forever. Forever. So again, I just wondered where you sat. I on think that. the bigger problem is the competitive, the the lack of competitiveness with teams. The Pirates could get blown out way too much. Be a better team. Like I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. I don't ever want a mercy rule in a professional sport. Ever, ever, ever 
in any fucking sport ever. I agree. Ever. I agree. Guess what? If you but suck and you have to use more pitchers, don't fucking suck. Right. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but I do. Go ahead. Um, I, I, I think that there just needs to be more parity in the league of teams that are good. You're still going to have blowouts. It happens in every sport. Watch, look at the NBA. Not as often as look it happens. The, in you're having blowouts in the playoffs. Yeah, the but NBA. do they call the game? No, no, no. I'm on board with that. I'm not saying that. Towel, towel guy with a Gatorade bottle and then it shoots. I'm not saying that I'm in favor of that. I was just asking your opinion on it. I would prefer, so the, I would prefer the route. He's already, he's already becoming enough. No, look, I'll, where it's watching, it's happening right in front stop, of our eyes. Stop. I would prefer the route of just making everyone use pitchers. That's a better route than. Than calling the final game. I don't think game. you can do that. If you've got a roster 26 you use it as you want. Here's what I will say in my, f- and it, I'm sure someone out there will find it and prove me wrong, which that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I do believe in my life, I can't remember two p- position players pitching with leads. And no. it happened in a week. It almost doesn't ever, that never happened. Like, and, I, and I really like that Ollie's doing it. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's kind of doing the hokey story thing now. Well, it point. was sort of like but, Whitey used to do, right? Was it Whitey, I guess, who would bring somebody in to pitch and then put him out in right field? And then bring him back in if he needed to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what... You, I mean, you're close to that. But it was... Look, it's cool to see Albert pitch. It's cool to see Yaddy pitch. I don't ever need to see it again. No, they're done. They're okay. never going to do it again. So we're, we're on it board It was obvious that. that they were just doing it because we're on board Yaddy that. wanted to show the Albert... There was some conversation had. And no one was laughing at that. It seemed to be a good time. They yes. Probably had Enjoy a it. And Enjoy especially it. since it was fucking a four-hour game. It was raining right. in Pittsburgh. And- that could easily for that game to turn into a very unintriguing game to watch. Probably quite a happy flight on the way home. Yeah. And hopefully that I, I'm hoping all this like, and it's sad that Yadi had that moment, and now he has like, going through all this. But I'm hoping that maybe kickstarts him a little bit. I'm tired of saying that because it never does. Nothing ever kickstarts this team. It seems like, but hopefully these young. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited to see these young guys. Say, they just seem. I mean, when you're playing for your life, like really your livelihood at this point. Yes. Um, between going down riding buses and making pennies, and or, eating eating peanut butter and jets, yeah, jelly or subway every day, grand and being treated like a king. Correct. Like that is fighting for your livelihood. At Brass platoons in the lobby. That's so those, I mean, that's how you get guys to play well. They come up and they they don't seem to feel the pressure. That's what I've noticed. They seem to just be playing baseball, which is really all you can hope for. I assume you were going to say Junior Fernandez. Junior Fernandez. To the what club. the Sorry. fuck? Sorry. What the fuck? Yeah. What did poor Cody? What is Cody? What, does he? Who did Cody Whitley? Is he getting off? lit up in AAA? I, I don't know. That's a fair. That's a fair point. Um, one thing we did we hit on it, but uh, Albert three eighty three now or six eighty three now. Uh, closing in on fourth all time as far as home runs go, getting closer and closer to A Rod, and then obviously closer and closer to that seven hundred mark. I don't know that he gets to seven hundred this year, but six eighty three. It was great to see him one have a day off, come in, pinch hit Jack, and then hit another one. Yeah, off Van Meter. Cody Whitley not doing too hot. Okay, so well then that why. would be why five earned runs in ten innings. Yeah, so not, six walks. Yeah, he yep. just might. He must have. He might be hurt. He could be. He could be. Like there's something weird there because he was so dominant, not even getting up runs in the big leagues and go on Triple A and still get hit. One thing before we do get into a little bit uh, that I think before we get into the, a little preview about the Blue Jays because we don't get to see the Blue Jays very often, so I'd like to talk about that first time since 2017. Just, just for a little bit, um, it is time to put a whole lot and I think. The, the, the human himself is part of what it is. But it is time that we start putting Paul Goldschmidt into the category of not just the MVP race, but we start putting him into that category of one of the best to play here in the last 15 to 20 years with what he is doing. Hey, they Lil Wayne said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. And that's what Goldschmidt does. Nobody knows it. Nobody realizes it. Nobody pays attention. And then all of a sudden, every year you look up, and there he is sitting with unbelievable numbers, including right now where he is currently hitting 342 
with an OPS of 975 and an OPS plus of 185. And he's just all... We always say that there's always a slow start. It does seem to normally last longer, and it's not this year. This guy has a 53 career war, and it's just going to keep going. Out. He's batting over 500 in his last 14 games. So, in as of right now, do you think Paul Goldschmidt is a future Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer right now. Okay, so well, he yeah. gets, he retires well, today. Well, he doesn't get to go in right no, now. No, if he could retire today, he'd be a well, Hall of Famer. We'd still have to wait five so he's years. Not a he's a well, Hall of Famer still playing baseball. Is what oh he is. Like God, Albert this Pools. guy. And yes, yeah. guy. Is, is Albert Pujols a Hall of much. Famer? Yes, he is. Paul Goldschmidt is a Hall of Famer, okay. and he's one of the greatest hitters to ever play the game. 286 career jacks, um, 143 stolen. He has three stolen bases already this year, mm-hmm. and a career 912 OPS. That's ridiculous. Like, that's crazy. How about a 143 OPS? He's getting plus. better too, almost. It does seem like this. It and I feel like I, not just me. I feel like many Cardinal fans said for years when we got to see Paul Goldschmidt twice a year. At Arizona in here, that guy would look great and would just fit perfectly in a Cardinal uniform. And boy, has he! Yeah, I th- yeah, he, he. I mean, he is. The, I mean, do they build a state? Does he? Get, I think he, he's going to have a red jacket, a guy, right? He's going to have a red jacket here at, with the Cardinals. I mean, I would assume. I mean, if Matt Holiday's getting one, which I'm not, okay, well, I'm Matt not Holiday saying he should for like eight years. I know, but well, I think when it's all said and done, that's what you're going to well, see. Goldsmith. I don't know what the future holds for Goldsmith. He could play these next two years and retire. I don't know. What he's I, do. He is. He is a little um, bit. Different. I'm glad that they got Nolan Arenado because they kind of balance out the, they do. the superstar boringness. Um, yeah, he's really good. And people say he's boring. He's not as boring as people make it out to be, I don't think. He shows emotion. Uh, it's just like awkward every time he does it. But I, I don't know. I love Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, he's a guy right now when he comes up, you just expect him to get a hit. And honestly, <coughs> even when he's struggling, you know he has a chance to do something. He's just that good at all times. It's, yeah. Like when people were worried about him, it's always he's in his 30s now, mid 30s. And people worry every time he gets out of this little start, is this the year Paul Goldschmidt, you know, starts to decline? And then you look up a month later, you're like, oh, that was stupid to think. Like, he's not going to start declining. Right. He's, and he hit 500 in spring training. Yeah. He just like, he's not okay, start then declining. April hits. He definitely loves warm weather. Yeah. And it wasn't has. really that warm probably in Pittsburgh Why do you think he's still in Arizona? But, yeah. Yeah, he always has. He's always, and it's not even really warm weather because he was bad in the Aprils of Arizona and that's still hot. He it just he just does it. he just gets off to a slow start and he and he comes back. I don't know what it is. Some players are like that. I mean, there are multiple. Trevor Story they just showed his stats. He's been like that in his career, and he's starting to go off right now. He has been he has been in the top twenty in MVP voting every year but one since two thousand thirteen. That's wild. Yeah, I mean he's, he's that is wild. Never won one. No, maybe this is the year. And he's gonna be a, and I'm happy for him that he's gone off to the start. Normally it's a couple months and then he gets going. Um... He's probably going to be an all-star this year, hopefully, if he can he, he bet He better be. Well, we'll see what the next two months hold. But He has yet to be an all-star with the Cardinals. Yeah, I know. Well, one one, one, well, one there wasn't an all-star game. Last year, yeah, he true. was bad. That's true. In the first couple months. And then the year before that, I think he got off to that slow start when he came to St. Louis and had like a down year still with like 30-something bombs. But um, One other thing, just to give a little shout-out as far as the Cardinals uh, are going and, and Friday night. Wado, 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 Wado and Yachty, uh, most wins by a battery at 203 in MLB history. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I think, and they're just going to keep adding to that. Yeah, I think, is it most wins or most games where the game was won? That's probably what it is. Because yeah, Wado doesn't have 200 wins, yeah. I don't think. So no. that's what it is. Yeah, either way, um, either way, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they just it just seems like every time him, Albert... Wayno Albert or Yachty, something new you can talk about that they've made achieved. So, so as we get into the a little bit with the Blue Jays, I, like we've hit on the, the lineup, and if you look the flexibility. But one thing I've been saying for a long time is that I kind of wanted to see this lineup get a little deeper and longer, and I think having Donovan in that two slot 
He's not back too anymore. He is tonight. Or Gorman is tonight. Okay, or or Donovan or Gorman. I apologize. Either of those two guys. And Gorman hitting in front of Arenado. Hey, welcome to the show, buddy. He's hitting in front of Goldie. Oh, I mean Goldie. Sorry. Good Lord. All right, we're back. Had a little, I was on it. Had a little time. glitch in the matrix right there. Hitting in front of Goldie. Because in my mind, I always think that, that Nolan should hit third. But I like Goldie hitting third. Nolan's, I'm fine a, with that. Nolan's way on. better in the fourth. I've goal. moved on. Um, but I, I, but with him hitting in front of Goldie, that's it's nice. Yeah. And Tommy just continues to do Tommy. Things. And that means he's not going to face lefties. Like, Tommy going to be an all-star? As of right now, he is the, he's the second baseman. Absolutely. Him and Jazz. Jazz just got hurt. Hopefully, he's okay. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah. here's the even more genius move that Ollie did. I don't know if it was that he did it or it's just a subsequent positive from hitting Gorman, too. He's never going to face a lefty. Gorman. They're not going to throw a lefty against Tommy or Goldie. No. So you have to, and it's a three batter minimum now. He will not, unless at the end of an inning, he's not facing the lefty. And then the event that he gets on against the lefty, now you got Goldschmidt. So take and that then risk. Nolan. Yeah, take the risk. Yeah. So now he's daring someone to make Gorman face a lefty. Yeah. Because then you got the two guys that will absolutely destroy that guy. And then we'll have Pujols right behind him. And yep, well, Yepes. And Yepes. So it's like, <laughs> it's like hit, hit, throw a lefty. Yeah. Dare you. I love so it. I, then, I like that. And it gives you linked with Brendan down to the bottom, who I think he's hitting sixth tonight, fifth, I think. I, I, believe. Saw. I thought Yepes was hitting fifth. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, ah! The Matrix is gone. Um, that's what I thought, and that so Donovan six and Dickerson seven. Yeah, that I I've always said it as that number six spot, sort of like a second leadoff spot. Which I never and I I like well, first you got your leadoff hitter, then your two in, in the bat in the olden days. Your two hitters' job was you know hit and run, move him over. Then you had your three, four, five guys to drive in runs. Then you kind of start that lineup back over with a six, seven. Guys. Well, I get it. it and so you like, like a little. I, I just like. I mean, again, it's probably not the way lineup construction is done anymore. But that's how it, it sort of set up in the past, and I like I like Brendan Donovan. I like Carlson hitting in that sixth slot also. And and you said this last time, and you said it in more of a negative thing, but it now might be a positive thing that we have a lot of the same fucking guys. They do a lot of the same things, and so maybe that's not a bad thing. You take who's hot and you just flip them around. Yeah, I like the lineup. I like that Ali's messing with it. Like normally, I used to be a guy who I want to see one through eight kind of the same. And the I, I'm not going to get that way. Yeah, but maybe, and I maybe, hope so. maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe you have flexibility in the two slot and that six, seven, eight, nine slot. It I'm depends. okay with that. There are some guys you have to know your guys. If your yeah, guys I'm are okay like, with it. Hey, I need like Matt Carpenter. Hey, don't mess with me. Put me here. I'll hit right. here better here. Yeah, there, there are guys probably like that. Keep them there. I'm glad but Tommy's back in the league. It's just, so, it's just so nice when you have Tommy. <coughs> Goldie and Nolan, and that's one, three, four. Fill out around them. Yeah, like that's where I they're agree. at right now. So that's where it needs to stay. Well, last year it worked with Tyler in the three hole, and you split up Goldie and Nolan. It doesn't need to be that way anymore. It needs to be Nolan and Goldie need to go three, four because one of those guys will be hot at any given time, and then whatever one it is, will go. The other one has a chance to do something as well. Agreed. And then you go Tommy at one, and then really you have those, those are the only three spots right now. And my and I honestly I think you could add Bader to nine. Have him there, and then you really just fill out those four every day. Fill out anyone in between there, however you see fit. And maybe Gorman takes the reins and says, "Fill out the first four because I'm going to be here at number two. At first five because Yepes has kind yeah, of yeah, Yepes too. So they really got some five. guys. And yeah. and I mean Donovan was batting second uh, for Gorman's debut. Um, Gorman batted second yesterday. I thought it might have just be, been because I don't think someone wasn't playing. Um, who was it? Goldie. No Goldie wasn't playing. No, Goldie didn't play yesterday. That's right, Goldie. Yesterday. Um, Nolan day before. No, no one's played every game this okay, season. Okay, okay. But he was DHing one of the games. That's what it was. But That's gold, was. they put Goldie there. I mean, Nolan yeah. there. I like what they're doing for the lineup, and I like that they're putting Tommy at shortstop. I still can't even try and understand why they knew this was coming, but still refused to play Tommy at shortstop before this. 
I don't even understand. It's like they were trying to give us like a jump scare, a surprise, that they were willing to do it. I don't know what it was. It was like a birthday present that they didn't want us to know was going to come. It's weird. It, it is. It is weird, but they're there. Yeah, whatever. We said, it. hey, remember, we said the season starts Friday. So far, we're 3-0. Oh. Yeah. Now, we have not won more than three all year, but tonight's tonight. Uh, with that being... It seems to set up pretty well for it us. It does. Today. It does. And with that being said, now, as, as, as excited as we are, and I think the fan base is about the, the youth... Along with the the all stars that you have there, it's a really good construction of the lineup. It really is, but where where zero zero being not at all, ten being uh, nuclear. Where does your concern lie with the pitching staff right now, top to bottom? Three. Whoa. Okay. I'm not, I'm not concerned. I think we've got even with our starters. Yeah, no, I'm not concerned with the bullpen at all, to be honest with you. It just got into it ran into a really weird patch of playing a lot and then a doubleheader, and then just got into a bad place. I'm assuming that Monday day did not really feel like a day off for anybody with the travel and everything that happened the night before. Um, I mean, I like I like Michael. If you're looking at it, I mean, we're missing Matt in the rotation, but Libertor can step in. I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he can give you some length. I mean, he's done that a lot in his minor league career. He's been a guy that can give you length. Um, and the bullpen is the only, it's going to be fine if the pitchers start giving them length. And I like Michaelis. That's the question. I like Michaelis and Wainwright to give you length every time yeah. they're out. Um, I've, I think Hicks is going to start um, getting into the sixth. We're going to find out tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think he's going to start doing better. And if he doesn't, then you know your answer there. And we've got guys like Jan Oviedo, who's I think doing pretty well at AAA right now. Um, and then who's, the, who's our fourth pitcher? Because I'm drawing a blank. Or, your boy, Dak Hudson. Yeah, and I think he's going to do I think he's going to be better. Like, yeah. I think oh, today, you, on Thursday, you did not. I didn't say he wasn't going to do better. I said we need him to be better, and we do. But I'm, I, th- I said I hate watching him. That's still true. But I think that he can. But I think he can be better. Like I, I'm not going to give up on Dakota Hudson. I think he'll just be good. Come back. Um, Oviedo so far on the year four and two with a five point two four oh, ERA good. and a one point three. Was he in Double now, before that? Uh, no, he's been at Triple A. Uh, just to look at recency so that we have that because things could have changed. Uh, his last outing he went five. Uh, he only gave up one. Yeah, so here's the fact. His last two innings, last two games, he's gone seven, five and seven before that and only given up one run. Uh, the game before that, he went four and gave up three runs. It seems to be the Johan Oviedo. You're going to get either be a trade great piece. or you're not. You he know might, what I mean? He might be a trade piece for someone, honestly. Okay, so let's talk about that real quick before we get to I, We keep saying we're going to get to this, but I do kind of want to ask you a question. Uh, what do you, If you look around the league, and maybe you haven't done this, so maybe I'm putting you on the spot here. <clears throat> Is there a, is there a guy out there that's a legit trade target? Tar- Jesus, criminy trade target for the Cardinals, who would be one of those top three guys? Right? You, I don't think you need to. I don't think you go out and you get a four or five because you've got Woodford, you've got Libertor, you've got you've got Hudson, you've got I mean uh, Hicks, you've got guys at the back end of the the bo- or the rotation. A guy who could be a, who could slot in in that one, two, or three. Whether that's but but by between Jack and and Miles or. Even at the four spot, if you go in the playoffs and you've got a healthy Jack, you've got Miles pitching anywhere near he is right now. You got Wayno and then another guy, and we kind of hope that maybe Hudson takes it. He hasn't yet. Hicks hasn't yet, and I'm still not in the camp of trusting Stephen Matz. Cool. So is there is it Frank Frankie Matas? Does he is he the guy who sticks out? I know that Twitter is in love with Frankie Matas, and I'm not saying I'm not. I just would like Frankie to hear Matos your response. Matas is really on that. good. He has injury histories. Um, uh, all again, all pitchers do. Yeah, but his are a little bit glaring. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I would be patient. Uh, there is a. I mean, Montas would be the guy that everyone's gonna go for. So that's the guy I'd stay away from because you're gonna have to give way too much to get him. Because everybody will be going for Frankie Montas in July. Almost every team that's contending will try and get him if he performs well from here till right. then. So you think um, he'll be the number one trade target? I can't think of anyone else. Some teams might fall off. There might be. 
you know, the, the West Red Sox might fall off and some people look at a Rich Hill, but that's not a top-end trade target by any means. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you wait to see what Libertor does because right now, like, when Jack comes back, you can't have, like we've said before, seven starters. And that's right. what you'd be at. And they seem unwilling to put Hicks in the bullpen. I think more for the injury hit risk that it puts on him when he goes into the bullpen. People just seem to gloss over that every time they talk about him, that they have him in the rotation mainly because they want to pitch him, and he is injury-prone. And bullpen does not help your injuries. It kind of makes it worse. Acts Alex Reyes. Um, so I think you see what Hicks does next couple starts uh, without a pitch count limit. And I see what, you see what Libertor brings you. And then after that, after the next two starts for each of them, then you can kind of know a little bit more of where you're at. The Steven Matz injury does not worry me in terms of depth for this team because he's a guy where you don't, he might just fucking lose you a game anyway. And you might not even get that now. You might get a guy that competes. Um, I don't know. I'm not worried about it, really. I think we've got guys that can compete. I do. And when you get to the playoffs, which I think right now, the way we stand, I think we're very well set up to get to the playoffs. Um, it does appear that way. I think the Braves will catch fire and they'll take a spot from somebody, but I think that might be the Giants. I think that you'll only have to use four, three or four anyway in that in that series. And we've got, you'll need four. And when, need Jack, four. when Jack's there, that's right. really good. And I think the guy that stepped up and become that three, because we don't have Jack right now, and he's the one or two when he's here. Is Michaelis. Like, right. We already got that. I agree. I, I'm just saying if you could add, like, I still think going into a series, especially that first round, if it's a five-game, which it could be a three-game, but if we if we get to the five-game, like, you need three, I feel like you need three aces almost. Like, you, you don't have to have them. Only three aces. But it doesn't hurt. And if you have, and maybe we have them. Maybe we do. Maybe we already have them. I think, it, I, again, we got two months for that to play out before the trade deadline. I'm just intrigued to see... Like, what teams maybe fall out, and maybe who becomes available that, as of today, we never thought would be available. And that's going to yeah. happen. And then that's ab- gonna fall absolutely going to happen. I mean, you might look, you look at a team like the Giants, they could fall out and trade some 100%. Guys. Like, I mean, they're not going to trade Tyler Webb or... I mean, Logan, no, but Logan a guy Webb. like... Uh, Logan Webb, right? Logan Webb. I always mix up his name. Who's Tyler Webb? That's a, that's a person. He was our guy that we sent packing. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Logan. Yeah. You don't deserve that. Uh, but maybe a guy like Desclafani. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like that, yeah. like Alex Wood. Like, uh-huh. there's going to be teams uh, that are going to be selling. I, I mean, I would take it out. I mean, okay. I'm saying for teams around yeah. the league. Like, they're, Alex Descafani is hurt right now, too. I know. I'm saying but in two months down the road. You have no idea where teams are going to be at. You're right. I mean, the Rockies could fall completely. How do we get Zach Gallon back in the Cardinals? Uh, you don't. Because yeah. the Diamondbacks do have a good. Re- we do have a really good um, relationship as far as ripping the freak out of Arizona and trades. Yeah, but they're not going to trade Zach Allen for anything. Yeah, I think, I think him and Cattell might be. We had him, and now could you imagine? Could you guys? Could you imagine the the excitement on this team if we were talking about Alcantara and Sandy and and Zach oh, Sandy and Zach yeah. and Zach, mm-hmm. and you add that there would be no Stephen Matz, and then you're adding that to Jack, Miles, and Wayno. Yeah, but that's not what we have. So <sighs> I'm just, I just want everybody to close their eyes for one second and imagine that. No, I mean because I do every every night. That's what when I close my eyes, I imagine Sandy getting pitching here. For yeah, go something good to get something good, and that's what we I, thought was happening. At, and at the time, hindsight's and I, and undefeated. I hate, there's so many. At the time, I was incredibly on board with the Ozuna trade. There are so many people that are yes. out there that are bashing the front office for that trade, and no. at the same time saying we need a trade for my guys. It's like, yeah. well, you can't have both. It you're does. Gonna, suck. You're gonna they, lose. It does. If suck, you go into every trade hoping to just flat out win the trade, you're not going to make many trades. What way? The Matt Adams trade we won. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know that the Braves, did he play well for the Braves? Because maybe we didn't win it. Like, <laughs> right, right. If, you, if it helps what you need at the time, then yep. fine. Like, deal with the rest down the road. And here's the thing with trades like that. Yeah, you gave up two guys that are really good pitchers, but you still have the means right now to go and get two good pitchers, or one. What are you doing? Sorry. 
was lost my this iPad. Yeah, there was a message that popped up, and it was from your sister, and I was very confused. Okay, you're, you still have Sorry, a, you still have a, like a, a chance, even though you traded those two guys off. You can still get two other guys. I agree. Like you don't just lose out. Yeah. Say, oh, we lost. No, so I agree. Have I agree. Like, whatever. Um, okay, so tonight uh, we'll get into this, and then we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back. But let's get into the Blue Jays tonight. We welcome the Blue Jays first time since 2017. Completely different. We team were at tonight. that game, by the way. Matt Carpenter's walk off grand slam. We were. Completely different Blue Jays team. I think that was on my birthday. Could have been. Could have been. Anyway, uh, tonight, Jose Barrios, obviously he has not been as good, um, but we know that he can be very, very good. It's right now 4.83 ERA. Uh, his last start against Seattle, he went 7, though. Gave up 0 earned runs. But the start before that, at New York, gave up 5. At Cleveland, gave up 6. He is, uh, just like I said, very. that's what you're going to get with Barrios. I think tonight... If you you'll know early on, I think with Jose Barrios if he's on, and if not, I think the Cardinals can get him early. And if you get, I think right now if you can get to Toronto's bullpen, not a strength of the team They're because as of right now, as as disappointed as we were in some of our starts early on, uh, Toronto really struggling. Yeah, and it's Barrios. It's like a perfect. It could be a perfect mix for a good a good first couple innings. Cardinals were really good in the first inning. They score a lot of runs in the first inning. Um, and Barrios really bad normally in his first couple innings. He's just a guy where if he settles down, watch out. He's going to go seven or eight on you and he's going to be dominant. But if he doesn't, you see what happened in his first start this year where he just gets blown up. So there is a chance. I mean, you get Tommy on to start the game off, and then there, I think the wheels might start spinning in Barrios' head, and you get someone to pop him, and then you might be in a good spot to take the game. I want to see my, my number one thing tonight, and here's, here's all I ask for tonight. Give Miles some damn run support. The poor guy would be will nice. go out there and just dominate, and then he'll get a loss, or he'll dominate and get a no decision. Give the guy some run support and get him a freaking win. Like he has saved you so many times so far this season in terms of your bullpen and just keeping you in games. The dude battled Max Scherzer toe to toe. Just give the guy some run support and go win a game for him tonight. That's my request for tonight. A little bit, just so we know, just so everybody knows uh, and has an idea. Um, Barrios six point four three ERA on the road. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind a little bit. Um, I don't see the splits here on righties versus lefties for some reason. 17 innings against lefties, and they don't have. Why do they not have the ERA up on here? MLB, what are we doing? You don't have an ERA against a lefty, it just has batting average and stuff. It should. How that's do what a, I. How do you have an ERA against a lefty? That's right. I meant batting average. Oh, sorry. My God, you are correct. Jesus Christ. I think I might have had a stroke. Uh, yeah, so lefties are hitting 282 against them. Very good. Righties are hitting 289. Wow. Okay, so there's no split there really at all. <laughs> those are both really good numbers for hitters. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I, mean, I said, he, this hasn't been bere- – and, you know, again, he's a young guy. We know that he has great stuff. He could come in and shove it right up our ass. There is no doubt about it. But um, the guy that I know you want to see, and unfortunately I know you're not going to get to, to run out is Kevin Gosman. And if you guys don't get – if you get a chance, go to the game. Uh, Kevin Gosman's fun to watch. But, again, he also can be got, but you just have to be patient with him. Yeah, which could be a problem for the young guys. I agree. Um, his you just gotta lay off his splitter. That's really all it comes down to. It's easier said than done. It's like maybe the nastiest pitch in baseball. He's given up three or less uh, earned runs in every start this year. Yeah, he's really good. Um, you have to wait him out and hope he gets his pitch count up because he will do that that's, at times. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Be, you have I, to I really like I really like the fact that we get these two guys because it's not two starts. We're like, damn, these are two dominant to win. Uh, God, Gosman could be that. He could go out there and give eight. Or it's not Scherzer and eight, zero earned, but it's not games where you go in feeling like, wow, this is going to be tough to win tonight. Um, but it is it is a challenge for those guys to say, hey, these are two top-end pitchers. Brios has been there. He's been a number one starter in the playoffs before. Same with Gosman. Go in there and see what you can do against them. 
Like that's I, I think that's probably an exciting challenge for those guys. Coming in, um, something. Teoscar Hernandez really struggling for them. Yeah, just got back. Now, now, yeah, but he's been very bad since he came back. He's like two for thirty Must or something like that. Um, well, he's also getting timing and everything else. Vladdy having a down year so far, seven eighty one OPS, but it's still Vladdy. Springer having a very good year. Uh, obviously, you have to watch out for Bichette and Matt Chapman. This lineup's not going to give you a break. Yeah, it does. I mean, obviously, you on the have papers, it doesn't. Espinal, it does. and you have Danny Jansen, who has three jacks, but is also hitting he two in lead, the first week. He leads the team in OPS, which is very odd. But he has only played ten games. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, the team can bite you. Like you can't. They can. You can't. Vladdy may be struggling. You give him a pitch to hit, he's going to hit it. Um, you just got to bear down against him, really. George Springer's a guy that he's. I'm assuming he's leading off tonight. I would assume so. I haven't looked. I haven't seen the Blue Jays lineup. And Espinal's batting second. I think I saw that. And then you got Bo and Vladdy. It's a tough and lineup. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be an lineup that you can easily manipulate through. But they are guys that very much have weaknesses you can exploit. Yes. And Miles is very good at that. They are a fun team, and they are six and four in their last ten. And they're due to start going off at some point. <coughs> we missed that guy who's on TV right now, Alec Manoa. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. That guy would not give up a run. Yeah, he is very very um, good. But. They're a team that will get going at some point. Don't let it be against you. That's my request. All right. Because they will get going at some point. Uh, anything? All right. Here we go. Um, we promised you that we would try to become more committed to our segments. And we've done very well, I feel like, with Caleb's hockey segment. And we've done pretty well weekly with our power rankings. But we want to get back into our Mount Rushmore's. So, for... You go first. All right. I'm going to go through. Did a deep dive into the Toronto Blue Jays today. And found a whole lot of... It was kind of cool, actually... Going back through the history, obviously a team that was founded in 1977. So we're not talking about a team that has a ton of of um, history, right? And obviously the, the early days were pretty lean. But it was kind of cool to go through. So just I, I went through and I looked at like almost a top 10 list and then narrowed that down obviously to my Mount Rushmore. Uh, one of the guys that everybody seems to forget about is John Olerud and what a, what a career he had. Wearing the helmet every day at first base, everything else. Why did he do that? I mean... I mean, you're talking about a guy who led the league with 54 doubles, and he had a um, 972 OPS and a 186 OPS plus in 93. Championship year, by the way, for the Blue Jays. Very, very good. Uh, All-star in 1993. He had an 8.1 war that year. Yeah. And he had a very good career. I mean, he hit 293 for them, had an 866 uh, OPS career. He was a weird first baseman that was really good, but didn't hit home runs. And he also had a great career in Seattle. People yeah. f- and New York. Do forget about that also. New York. The Mets. Oh, the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the Yankees are off the top of mine. Um, the other guy that I really looked at who got... Are these who, on your list? Yeah, they, these are not my top four. I'm just going through kind oh, of the... Okay. And then we'll, we'll I'll get... I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him. But Edwin Encarnacion. Rough start. Everybody thought he was going to be the third baseman of the future for the Reds. Doesn't become that way. Goes to... Obviously goes to... Um, Toronto. Toronto and had some. He had some massive numbers. Oh yeah. I mean, 2016, he had 127 RBIs, three All Star games. He had. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had in in his seven, eight years, seven years with them, 239 home runs and almost 700 RBIs. Yeah. More importantly, he was the um, he had the biggest contract in Cleveland history before the Jose Ramirez one. He did. <laughs> Taking me back to my baseball card days, it was cool to see Jesse Barfield went through kind of his stuff again. Another guy. Um, 40 home runs in 1986. You didn't see that a lot in the 1980s. No. 40 home runs in 1986. Juice. Right. Um, Silver Slugger in 86. Gold Glove 86, 87, and All-Star. So those are some guys who made my list. The other guy who made my list who I loved and was a perennial member of all of my fantasy teams because he was eligible at like every position was Tony Fernandez. Mm-hmm. And also just a very solid player for the Blue Jays, for the A's, for a whole bunch of teams. 
Very good player. Padres, very, very good player. And he played a whole lot of games there, too. And uh, another guy who was an all-star three times with them won four straight gold gloves. Tony Fernandez, you don't think about that, but he no. did. And a, a guy who almost hit 300 as a career for the Blue Jays, 297. So Not a just, lot of Hall of Famers that actually spent time in Toronto. No, not a lot at all. And uh, So I'm going to get to my, my, my Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one on my list, and we just talked about him because he's now in MLB The Show. Came up a catcher. They moved into the outfield, and he ended up being, obviously, a, a mainstay at first base for them. Had then ended up with the Mets, but Carlos Delgado. Yeah. He's my first one on my Mount Rushmore, the, the Blue Jays. Uh, 1,400 hits for the Blue Jays. He had uh, 336 home runs, over 1,000 RBIs, obviously a career leader for them in uh, both of those categories. And uh, was with them from 93 to, to 2004. For, that, for them, he had a career 949 OPS. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Over an, uh, an 11, 12-year run. Yeah, he was incredible. I mean, and you look at that, yeah, in, uh, let's see, 2000, he had 57 doubles and 378 total bases. Led the league in both Yeah, of he those. was incredible. Yep, 145 RBIs in 03 with a 1.019 um, OPS. Silver Slugger, 2010, uh, and then uh, 11 and 14, and then an All-Star only two times. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it was loaded back then, I believe. <laughs> I, I guess, but my goodness. Um, all right, my second one, bat flip extraordinaire. Another guy who started with an NL Central team, never kind of materialized, goes to Toronto, and all of a sudden becomes Mount Rushmore of the Toronto Blue Jays, Jose Batista. Yeah, I mean, you, that's obvious. You agree with but that? I think of the Blue Jays from my from my childhood, that's who I think. And for me, it's Carlos Delgado. Yeah, for, like, me, it's, for me, it's him, yeah. it's J.D. and, and yeah. Edwin. Yeah. Like, those are the guys yep. I think of. Um, and R.A. Bart- Dickey. Bart- <laughs> Bautista, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy in 2010, he had 54 jacks and 351 total He races. has incredible... I, I was looking at their stats earlier. He has the highest war of any position player of all time on that team, 38.3. All-star from 2010 to 15. Uh, in 2011, he won uh, won the MVP. He had a, a 24 intentional walks to lead the league. Yeah. Wild. Uh, 43 home runs that year. 132 walks, uh, 608, and he had a 608 slugging percentage. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he was incredible. All right, then my next two guys come from the bump. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right, and I'm going to get to the guy who you're probably thinking, why the hell did you leave him off? And I'll explain that at, at the end. Um, and this is the OG Blue Jay, like Mr. Blue Jay. If you were to have one, Dave Steeb. And I grew up watching Dave Steeb. 175 wins for the team. Played with him from 79 to 92. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was an original, almost original Blue Jay. Then came back, obviously, in 1998. Um, All-star for six-time, let's see, six-time All-star? Seven-time All-star. I don't know about your list, Dad. 19 complete games. 19 complete games. Five shutouts in 82. Had a 2.48 ERA. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with him. Six, 1,700 Ks, all-time strikeout leader in Toronto history, Dave Steve. And then my fourth, um, Roy Halladay. Yeah, Roy Halladay is my fourth. R.I.P. Uh, I think it was just the other the anniversary not too long ago, right? Uh-huh. Um, 146 wins, Cy Young Award winner in 2003. We know. I mean, complete game machine, shutout machine, just like Dave Steve. Now. I'm sure the guy that you're going to talk oh, about. Oh, let me get my list going, and okay. then we can talk about it. Well, you don't have it done. I ha- no, I have it. Okay, let me say right. it before. So you So that is one. my that is my Mount Rushmore: Delgado, Bautista, Dave, Steve, and Roy Halladay. I right, I'll go with my list. Um, my uh, uh, I got Jose, but we're very similar. I'm not going to repeat the same things you've said. Correct. I have Bautista, I have Delgado, and I have Steve on it. 
Roy Halladay to me, when I think of him, he's a Philly. Um, that's just but what he's I, not. But he was. He played eleven years in I, Toronto. Okay, that's fine. He played like five in Philly. That's fine. How many World Series did he win? I okay. That's okay. Joe Carter needs to be on your fucking list. He doesn't. He does. He does not. He does, Dad. He doesn't. First off, five-time All Star. Okay, he played 162 games twice for the team, and he was a World Series MVP. Walked it off. He won them two of the World Series. Was one of their best players. Like I don't know how you don't have Joe Carter on your list of all-time Blue Jays. There's not what you cannot tell me. He has the most sacrificed flies in league history in their history. <laughs> 65. You cannot tell me when you think of um, the Blue Jays that the first guy you think of isn't Joe Carter. It's you not, cannot tell me. It's not because that's a lie. It is not a lie. You, grew up, you watched the when first he did guy I think about is Carlos Delgado. No. You cannot tell me when you think of Blue Jays history, the thought of him hitting that walk-off homer in the World Series to win it is not the first thing you think of. Because if it is, I question, first off, your memory. And I wasn't even alive, and that's one of the first things I think of. And second off, your your belief on the impact people have in the organization. Two World Series, one World Series MVP, and a walk-off homer to win it? While being an All-Star five times and a Silver Slugger five times? Did he win the, All-Star, the World Series MVP? I don't think he did. He did not. What was the, I, think he I did. don't think that he did. I think that's Fugazi. Let's find out. Yeah, I don't think that he did. We'll, we'll keep talking, and we'll find out. But I agree. I looked at Joe Carter, and I, he did not make. He would have been number ten there on my list. But if you look, he only played. Okay, wait, we we might have missed one. But yeah, okay, no, he wasn't. No, there, I know the but one you're going to talk about, and that's the one I was going to bring up. Paul Molitor. Well, no, I, no, because I don't consider Paul Molitor a Blue Jay. Well, he won in 1993. I know, I know that he did. I understand that. But again, that's David Eckstein won the 2006 MVP for the Cardinals. Okay. All right. So the guy that I left off my list, and obviously you left off your list, who honestly probably would have been on my list. Outside of Roy Holiday, they only have one Hall of Famer, and that is Roberto Alomar. Roberto Alomar. Oh, my God. And there's a reason I left him off. Uh, the Blue Jays have kind of parted ways with him. He is still he is still in there as far as he, he went in as a Blue Jay, um, and his numbers are outrageous. Yeah. And I would have been I, – I just felt like that was – I don't know where Blue Jays and Blue Jays fans – Stand on Roberto Allen. I think a lot of them would still like him. So you're kicking out Roy Halladay to put in... You're kicking out a Hall of Famer to put in Joe Carter. I think Joe Mr. Car- Blue Jay. Okay, well, maybe it might be because... First of all, who's Roy Halladay's Mr. Blue Jay? I just made that up. Yeah, cause, no, he's not. Because when I grew up, guess who Roy Halladay was to me? He was a Philly my whole life. That's your fault. He that's tormented not, that me is, that is in the playoffs every year. But we beat them. Yeah, once... Well, that's the one that mattered in 2011. Yeah, what is the ones that when Chris they mattered Carpenter? for them when they won in 2009? Went toe to toe with old Doc Holliday. But um, no, Roy Holiday has an argument just for me for when I grew up. It's in my head. I can't picture him as a Blue Jay. I just can't do it. I don't know why. Uh, he was a Philly to me. Every time I saw him, he was throwing a complete game with the Phillies on MLB Network or ESPN or whatever he was on. But for me, Joe Carter. When I think of the Blue Jays, he is the face of the I Blue Jays. Un- in I my understand. Head. Joe Carter's an Indian to me. I, I guess he will. He will agree with that. Okay. Well, he didn't win any World Series with them because they don't win World Series. <coughs> the Blue Jays won shot, two. Shot a D. The Blue Jays won two. He's not on the team. The Blue Jays won two with I Joe Carter, and he was like the most memorable moment. In didn't Blue Jays. win it. But, but, you said, most, but you said he was a World okay, Series MVP, and you made but that. But was up. that or was that not the most memorable moment in Blue Jays history? It was. But David Freeze was the most. Not the most memorable it, moment. We've won eleven of them. That's one of the most memorable moments in Cardinal history. It is, but it, uh, he's 11. not going to be on the okay. on the Cardinals. Okay. We've won a, okay, we've won eleven. They won two. He was on both those teams, and one of them he won them. So who, you're kicking Roy Halladay? Yeah, he's a Hall, Hall of he's Famer off the list for Joe Carter. No, actually, I'm kicking. That's both. one big. Fugazi. I know. I'm sorry. I'm kicking both off. I want Roberto Alomar on my list. I I, I couldn't do it. I he would he he was on my original. I read a few articles today that just made me not put him on there. And I know that that's 
Hey, he's not on there for being. A people person. are probably going to get mad at me because probably when I do the Tigers one, I mean, or whoever I'm going to do, Cy Young's going to be on one of those lists whenever we get to those yeah. guys. So it's just I hard for me. That. I'm just going strictly baseball. It's hard for me. I don't know who any of these. But guys here's are. the other thing. To be fair, the other reason I also didn't put Elmar so on there was he only played for him for four, really four years because you had the strike shortened years, and I know he won two World Series with them. Obviously, in those years, incredible Silver Slugger in '92. Gold Glove and All Star all five years. There, there is an argument to be made for him. In my mind, Joe Carter is right outside of it because if you look, obviously his number is very, very good when he played. Joe Carter was incredible when he was on the Blue Jays. But here, let's be honest, okay? Um, his last three, his last three years with Toronto, he had a 7.28 OPS, a 7.80 OPS, and a 6.80 OPS. He hit 2.50 and then 2.30. He never hit above 2.70. Two for in the entire like I can't put him on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's just for me it was just that's the moment. I, I, I get it, and I and I I'm not arguing that that was an incredible moment. I was watching it live. I was dating your mom. We were I had to somehow got suckered into babysitting, so I was with her. Home run, boom. Yeah, I I, I have switched it. I was looking at my list, and Alomar for some reason I was looking at their leaders for a lot of stuff to kind of see where they're at because I'm not in tune with the Blue Jays history, and. They were a lot of people on list. I didn't see Alomar's name once on any list. Yeah. So I was like, so he just slipped my mind. Uh-huh. But when I went, he might be one of the leaders of gold gloves. I didn't see that. Well, he has five. Yeah. So he and Tony Fernandez both have five. And Tony Fernandez, I think probably we should have had some maybe up for him on the list. I'm telling you. He's the leader in games played in all time when they're... Permanent member of my fantasy team in the 1990s. But, but um, I think I'll put Alomar on. He was... Um, he's as dominant so as... So you're taking Roy say. off. You're leaving Roy Halliday off. Yeah. Yeah. I am. That's the most disrespectful. I, it's not because it's nothing about Roy Halladay. It's just to me, I don't think of Blue Jays when I think of him, and that's just me. He'll be on my Phillies list. Spoiler alert: He will be on it. He's not going to be on your Phillies list He's when not. you look at yes, the history will. of the Phillies. I think he will. He's not. He will be for me. Guys, I don't, know, I don't know what to do about this. Why would right, I put Roy on your list? The dude was a freaking legendary. <coughs> there, he won a World Series with him. All right, he was incredible. When we get to he the Phillies, remember this. I mean, remember this. They mark it down. The fifty-three minute and forty second. Uh, date of this podcast, May 23rd. Caleb said Roy Halladay I'm telling you now, on if the you put, Phillies Mount Rushmore. I'm telling you now, if I see Richie Asprin and Robin Roberts ahead of Roy Halladay on your list, I'm throwing this iPad into the fucking well, We're going to do the research. One of us is going to do the research. Somebody else might just do it right when we're talking about it. It's not true. I did I did it. I just missed Alomar. <laughs> yeah, well, and Joe Carter said, has an argument to be on it, by the way. He does. And so does, and again, so does Alomar. I think those are great arguments. And I, I would love to hear, I'm going to put this out on, on Twitter. Um, and I would love to hear uh, from Blue Jays because I don't know if we will. Like I don't know, but I would love to hear that. A because a there you go. Well, well played. Because I would like to know where they stand on Robbie Alomar and where they stand on Joe Carter versus. There's a Robert lot of Alomar. Roberto Alomar jerseys when you watch Blue Jays yeah. games. Well, he was incredible. I I am not. I told you the only reason I left him off. Yeah, and that's he's the had, only reason he has had some stuff in his past where yeah. it's glaring, and, and he's still in the Hall of Fame, and the, you know the, well, he's still enshrined. Yeah, but it the Blue Jays be. did cut ties with him, which made me just kind of wonder if maybe I shouldn't go ahead and memorialize him on. It's just like a you get into that situation now when you talk about the Yankees, and you're going to talk about what well, was Babe Ruth the best person ever? Probably not, and we're going to put him in. Well, but see, we're so. saying probably there. We know what happened with Robbie. Okay, well, that's all I'm saying. Well, we know Babe Ruth maybe killed his wife. We. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to get to that. Hey, but we are going to get to a break, and we are going to go ahead and pay a few bills. Please hang on. We will be right back. we got a few things to just get to from around the league, and uh, then obviously we have Caleb's. Well, that's from around the league. Then we also have Caleb's NHL segment. Guys, hold on. We will be right back. Talk to you in a second. The more you know, the more you know, the more. 
more you know. It's the more you know. Welcome back, everybody, and once again, thank you for staying through the break as we had to take care of a, a couple things here, uh, and I had to listen to Caleb still try to convince me that Joe Carter's on the Mount Rushmore of the Toronto Blue Jays. He's not even on mine, that's not what I said. <laughs> felt, like that was what, felt like that was what he said. Just a few things from around the league before we get to and unveil our quarter mark power rankings. That's wild, right? We're at the quarter mark already, um, and I'm pretty excited to hear these. Uh, pretty excited they to hear your... They it up a little bit. Yes, that's what I want to hear. Just a few things around the league. One, a few guys that I believe are not being talked about enough, and we try, like, try to highlight those guys on here, mainly, especially, we talk a lot about Bryce Harper, and we understand that. But I think there needs to be more respect, and you brought him up earlier. Jazz Chisholm's having a hell of a year, and he is good for baseball. He's very good. I am, I am... You know, if you look at... A lot of times you look at trades, if we talk about the Gallon trade, and, and you think, oh, that one team went... Chisholm, for Gallon... Worked out pretty well so far for both teams. It worked out well for both teams. I mean, yeah. look at the Miami. They don't need another pitcher. Jazz Chisholm is a 922 OPS right now. He's right now the starter, in my opinion, at second base in the All-Star I game. thought you just said earlier today it was in this well, segment Tommy, it was Tommy Ed- well, Edmund. I said he'll be in the All-Star game. Oh, I think he's a starter. No, right? he's okay. not even a second baseman anymore. I don't know if he'll be eligible. That's, that's, there. True. So that's true. So he's probably not going to be the All-Star he's game. Probably, he's going to be the poor shortstop. Tom, poor Tommy. <laughs> poor Tommy. They're not going to know where to put him. But, uh, yeah, Jazz is having an incredible year. Um, his defense needs some work. He'll get there. He's, I mean, young guys tend to be better offensively than defensively. But, yeah, he's really good. He's good for the game. He's fiery. He plays with his heart on his sleeve. I like it. I like how he plays the game. Um, he's also great for that city. They need some guy like that. And and one other thing, one other guy, a couple other guys I wanted to highlight. One guy who was coming up through the Anaheim system, supposed to be their guy, and was kind of blocked by Albert, and then played a little. Like, just could never get the regular bats, it felt like. And then ended up in Tampa Bay, and he's ended up bouncing around. But CJ Crone's having another... Another great year. 11 jacks, uh, 32 RBIs. He's got a 994. He's fourth in baseball with a 994 OPS. He's slugging 619. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's, oh, it's Colorado. No. CJ Crone can hit. Well, he's the only one there doing that. So. CJ Crone can hit. Uh, the other one, and it's because we have Nolan here, and the argument is going to be fierce, I hope, all year. But Manny Machado is doing Manny Machado things. And I saw a tweet today that said he is firmly uh, supplanted. No. Firmly. Put himself on the future Hall of Famer list, Manny Machado. He's a future Hall of Famer. And what what a year he's had for them. Can I be honest with you? There's no argument anymore. Well, no one has definitely dropped off. You're right. And then it's no one else, no one else, no one else. Yeah. Paul Goldschmidt and no one. Okay, here's the thing. We're we're talking about Judge. We've talked about Machado. Goldschmidt fifth in, in baseball with a 975 OPS. Guess who's leading everything? Ted Ward. Mike Trout. Oh, it's a yeah. 1.133 OP. It was like, I, I swear that that man, everybody said, they doubted his superpowers for like a minute. And he heard everybody in that one minute when everybody doubted it. He heard it. And he's like, oh, you want to see what 30 looks like? Here it is, motherfuckers. I don't think he cares. He is he so good. good. He, is. he is. He had three hits in a home Again, I know I'm, I'm telling you, watch West Coast, watch East Coast. I'm telling you Just guys watch all Mike the time. Trout. Watch Mike Trout and Otani and Taylor Ward and Rendon and Jared Walsh, and the list goes on. Otani's numbers, and on by the way, and on. Otani's numbers, by the way, are starting to get up to Otani numbers again. Well, he is Otani. He's like, climbing up that way. He's now up to a two WAR on the year, almost. He's one point nine, two sixty batting average, nine jacks. So he's getting up there. Oh yeah, he's a great pitcher, by the way, and a one twenty eight OPS plus. That's yeah. a pitcher. Yeah. 
Yeah. The uh, what about Zach Greinke being a good hitter? What the? Uh, this guy's an alien. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani being on the same team is one of the best things that can happen for baseball. I, I agree. But it's only if that team can make the playoffs. And you know we've got the Padres next week. They've won four in a row and are are all of a sudden in second place in the NL West. Power standings. I did not. I didn't say a word about the power standings. I was just letting you know. Um, also, a couple guys. One of my favorite players in baseball, and we don't have to get into what happened this week with Josh Donaldson, but Tim Anderson took care of it yesterday. And uh, when asked about his home run to put them up in the eighth, he said, I'm just making motherfuckers shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's one <laughs> I thing. love me some Tim Anderson. Again, I don't want to get into everything. No, that I don't want to get into it, but I do oh, want to say one thing. That's fine. On that's topic, hey, go for it. On topic, but not on topic. That's fine. I the, love it. The you. situation that happened, I don't feel like I'm, I'm in any position to talk about what, how the situation should be handled. Um, the good thing, I think, MLB has gone CC Sabathia. And Ken Griffey Jr. inside their room of decisions. I'm going to assume both those guys are probably consulted in the decision-making. Those are the guys that should be making decisions, Agreed. not me. I'm, Agreed. I'm not, I've never been in the situation. Yeah. Um, Yankees fans booing Tim Anderson when he comes up after that situation. It's fucking pathetic. And it actually really pisses me off. Okay, but you've seen what the Yankees fans have done no, all year, okay, right? Let me finish what I'm saying. I don't want to go off on a tangent. This is specific for the situation. Ooh, you should again. not. If they have that tone deaf about what happened and about potentially how that could have made Tim Anderson feel or any situation like that, and you're booing him because he maybe got one of your players in trouble, that's pathetic. That is horrible. This is why we have these East Coast fans who are just passionate. Well, no, sometimes they're just fucking stupid. And this is a situation where that's just, that's just, that's bad. Um, you have to have some, I understand there's rivalries, there's going to be players that your team doesn't like, uh, stuff like that, and there was a bench clean incident, so obviously Tim Anderson, a public enemy number one, because he was the one that was involved. Just have some kind of sense to yeah, not. they don't. Like you, I'm not all of them. And there they're are not some, going to. And it's not all of them, so I don't no, say that. No, But those specific fans that were the ones booing, have some sense. That's just my take on it. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, like I said, you're talking about also a fan base, and again, I love Tim Anderson, part of the, the fan way. base who booed Tim Anderson the Indians player who got hurt. Incredible year. The dude can't feel the goddamn ground ball to save his life. No, but God, he that might, dude just he wakes probably up should hitting. be moved to second. You know, he didn't start playing baseball. He was in high school. Yes, he just wakes up hitting. Yeah, he's a nine seventeen OPS, seven stolen base. His hit. swing when he hits homers to right field, which is almost when he does every time, is freaking a thing of beauty. Yeah, he, I, he. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm a Tim him. Anderson fan, and I love that. That's how he handled the situation. Just making motherfuckers shut the fuck up. That should be on a shirt. Yeah, let's get Gary Sheffield on the TV. Well, and I just want to say he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. There's not even an argument there. We we'll have we we'll want to do a segment of who should be in and, and like who is not in and who should be. Yeah, we'll do that sometime. And maybe we'll talk about him when we get to the Marlins. All right, all right. Um, just a couple things around the league before we go. Um, Orioles three walkoffs in the last four games and called up Adley Rushman. Hey, welcome to the show, Adley. Shout out to you, buddy. Triple first at bat. Uh, absolutely love it. Stud kicker in high school or in college at Oregon State ended up being an, obviously a, well two three time All American at Oregon State. Uh, it seems like they've waited maybe a while, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm glad that he's here. Uh, the youth movement in baseball is amazing, and like I said earlier, I'm here for all of it. Yeah, he's a stud, man. And, he's gonna be really good. And uh, the other team we get this week uh, are the Brewers. Josh Hader's got to give up a run. I don't even understand what to do. He's Randy Johnson out of the bullpen. <laughs> he, I, that's a, maybe better. Like Randy Johnson gave up okay, runs. No, he's not. Though. Josh Harris doesn't give up runs. Well, Randy Johnson, zero. Randy Johnson. How many, how many times did Randy Johnson give up a run if he had pitched one inning? I mean, that's unbelievable, dude. If Randy Johnson came in knowing he had one, three out guys to get, would he give up a run? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Like Randy Johnson. First off, don't ever say any pitchers better than Randy Johnson. Because <laughs> whoa, I don't so even, you think he's the greatest of all time? He's in the top three. Wow. How many pitchers oh, have man, won three? You are making a lot of How bold many pitchers have today? won three signings in a row? How You're many? making a lot of bold statements. I mean, Greg Maddox, him, and it's Greg Maddox, 
him and Pedro on my top three, and I don't. Uh, well, you just left off a man named Roger Clemens, who. So put him next then. But those guys were just as dominant. They did just steroids. Fifteen saves and fifteen opportunities for Hater. He has a .51 WHIP. Uh, opponents are hitting .045 against him. He's you're right. He's unbelievable. And he's so good. Um, like it's what ridiculous. you have to do this weekend when we play them is make sure he doesn't get to pitch in safe situations. You need to have the lead. Yeah, um, going in. And your boy Devin not doing too great. Yeah, um, so well, you do, so that two headed monster in the back in the bullpen not really. Yeah, I don't know right what's now. going on there, and I don't really uh, want to get into it because, fine. like I said, I don't know. Um, he'll be fine. My hope is he gets it back. Uh, and he can wait till next Monday, as far as I'm concerned, though. He'll get it back. All right. With that being said, just win the games. It is the uh, newest edition now. Twenty-third edition of the. Um, Power rankings, quarter mark in. So one-fourth of the way, I believe that's correct. One-fourth of the way through, and we have uh, the updated power rankings for you guys. So number 10, I got the Giants. I got the Giants slotting in at number 10. They're 22-18, and 18, and they're 4-6 in, the in their last 10, so that's why I moved them down to 10. There's a team at number 9 that there's a reason they're ahead of them. But I think the Giants, they're, they're good. They just got stopped by the Padres, so that knocked them down. They've lost two of their last three series because they lost to us. Um, I just think they're a good team. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be in the thick of things all year. I really do. Um, I just they just find a way to win. I don't understand it. I don't really know why they don't look like they should. Well, they do, and I think they're just gonna. I can't imagine this team being below five hundred. And I don't know how much above five hundred you're gonna need to be to make the playoffs in a six team system. So they're in my top ten. Um, I got the Cardinals at number nine. I I they passed the Giants um, because they obviously they beat them last week, and then they just swept a team. And they lost three or four against the Mets. The Mets are a good team. The Giants got swept by the Padres. Like, just straight up got absolutely destroyed by them. So, nine the Cardinals? Yeah. Um, 23 and 18, so they are a game better than the, a half a game better than the Giants. And they're also six and four in the last 10, so to me, that means they're trending in a better direction than the, than the Giants currently. Um, eight, I got the Twins. Um, 25 and 16, been a surprise this year. Their pitching staff has been the biggest surprise. They're seven three in the last 10. Um, the White Sox are starting to get going, so watch out for them to start making some ground up. But, um,. Yeah, they're winning their division, so I have them at eight. That shows you how weak the Central is. The AL Central they, is. The they've been on here all eight. four weeks for us. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. I mean, they just keep winning. Um, seven, I've got the Angels. They dropped a little bit, I believe. I don't know how much. They did. They were number three last week. Yeah, they're, they're five and five in the last ten, so they've been struggling a little bit. Uh, not too bad, but they're 26 and 17. There's just been, it was more of a case of a lot of teams just passing them than it was them falling down. Um, but yeah, they're still good. They're still in a good position. They're, they're not. I think the division might be getting taken over, and they might run away with it by a team we'll talk about later. But the Angels are just really good. Um, six, I got the Brewers. They're playing all right. I just I mean, their record was just better than the other teams, so I put them there. But I don't think they're better than any than really the Angels. I really don't. But they're twenty six and fifteen, um, six and four in the last ten. So both those I had to kind of put them ahead of the Angels when you look at those numbers. Um, they're good. They can pitch. They're hitting sometimes. I just don't think they're as dominant as some people think. I can't put them higher than this. I don't know if they'll ever be higher than this on my list. They've been in that. They, they started at five Forest, and they they've been at seven the last two weeks. You actually moved them up a spot. Yeah, to six. I did because the Angels fell down. Yeah. Um. Then five got the Mets. I believe they probably fell down a little bit. They did. Sure. They were uh, fourth last week. Um. The one thing first of all, the four teams ahead of them, I just think passed them in terms of how good they've been. And the Scherzer injury really worries me about for this team. Yeah. And I don't know if McGill's gonna be back and be fully healthy. How long that's gonna last? Don't know. Wait, I haven't heard anything about Degrom really at all. I know he's gonna be back at some point, but right now that team worries me. I think they're probably due for some regression, but they're still like eight games up in their division. Like they, I think they lost. This, they won two of three against the Rockies this week, and they still gained like, and they gained like a game on everybody. So they're twenty eight and fifteen. They are eight games up on Atlanta and Philadelphia. Eight yeah, and a half so up they, on Miami. So they've built. A, they've, I mean, that's what you want to do if you're gonna have injuries. Build a cushion to where you can sustain them. 
Um, so they're still a really good team. They're well, that's what they kind of did last year, and then they lost that good. Well, they yeah, but their their record was not new. It was good. Agreed. Um, Padres twenty seven and fourteen are number four for me. Seven and three in their last ten, and I they have the best pitching rotation in baseball, and it's not close. And we get to see them next week. How many teams can you see lose on Mike Clevin, and it doesn't even matter? Like he's out for a couple for a couple weeks now. Yeah, and um, they still have Joe McKenzie, Musgrove. Mackenzie Gore just steps in, and he's just a stud. Joe Musgrove. Like they've got seven stars legitimately, and I've seen a lot of them say we need a bat. Let's trade more stars for a bat. Don't. You're gonna have injuries, um, and at some point, if you want to get a bat, the deadline, then fine. But right now, that's set. They have seven or eight starters that can get. And that's one Mets not even in that conversation. And Trent Grisham's too good not to, to hit this poorly all year. Well, maybe he's not. He was maybe, bad last right. year too. Maybe he. Had, well, he was hurt. Like he battled injuries. He all played year like 120 games, I think. Oh, I didn't think he played that many. But, but yeah. um, the Padres were the Padres were really good. Astros are number three, and they're coming. They might end up being at number one soon. They're 27 and 15, six and four in the last ten. But that team, man, they just find guys. They were number two last week. Jeremy Payne, yeah, the team, a team passed them. <laughs> um, Jeremy Payne, really good. They've got, I mean, they just got hitters. They well, just Alvarez, Brady, Al- 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 Alvarez might be. He's, I think he's going to be the MVP candidate. Uh, he's, uh, I mean, he's already put his name in that in that hat. So. All right, and number two, we have we have a change. All right, the New York Yankers, Yankees have slotted to number two on our whoa, list. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, that's because you're pissed off at them for booing Tim Anderson. No, they're twenty nine and twelve. They're six and four in the last ten. They've lost three of their last four games. And because of how good the other team is that we're about to talk about, I just don't. I think the records are close enough to where you can validate it. And I think they've lost four, three of the last four. Um, I guess they were number one the first three weeks. Yeah, and I think the Dodgers should be number one on this list. All right. And they might never leave. All right. That team, 27 and 13. The Doyers. 27 and 13, 7 and 3 in the last 10. They're, they're just, they don't even have a fifth starter. They don't even have one listed. And they still just win out nearly every game. They would be, you know, they would be 28 and 12. And it would look a little bit better for me if Max Muncy didn't just boot a ball to cost him the game yesterday. Yes. But that team is just so good. They haven't performed like they can. And Muncy hasn't still, hit great either. It's Justin Turner. I mean, 27-30, think about that. They've, they're 14 games above 500. They're more games above 500 than losses they have. And they and they still haven't gotten going. And Ruiz is hitting fourth for him. Like a guy you would not think it t- is going to hit Ruiz fourth. Ruiz or Rios? Rios. Good Lord. Rios. Rios, by the way, Rios. he would be a number four hitter on any team. But what did I say, Ruiz? Like, I was thinking of... Ebert? Yeah, that's right. Well. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, so this week, to recap, Giants, Cardinals, Twins, Angels, Brewers, Mets, Padres, Astros, Yankees, Dodgers. That means Rays fall out. Lost the series to the Warriors. Cardinals come in. Go. Cardinals come in. And we just did that All last right. week, but they lost in like embarrassing fashion. All right, so it is setting up right now uh, for two of the last four weeks for a Dodgers Yankees World Series if it keeps going like this. Yes, if our power rankings are to a T, which hey, so far I feel like they're pretty spot on. Yes, I feel I, like we can put them up against anybody's power rankings. Yeah, and I, hey Ben Verlander, we can make our own. I love Ben Verlander. So do I. <laughs> but I, I would put I, some, I, honestly before I do these, I look at his and like see. Oh, see, I, I don't. Adjust I don't. I don't. Just do because that. I know I want to yeah. have an idea of what other people are thinking, so I'm not biased. I go in. I go in teams. blind. But I well, I know what. Well, yeah, I have an idea, but I just look at his to see where where he's at with everything. And if they're not the same at all, he had the Cardinals at ten, and he had some t- Yankees at one. But. Just just a couple things, and then we'll do your quick NHL segment because I know you have to go put yeah, on yeah, the yeah. all black to get to the dark side. Um, anything you want to say about the Saban stuff this week? He's just an idiot. I mean, is it, the the he hypocrisy sucks. of Nick Saban? Like he's just mad because everybody else can now do what he cheated and did forever. That's how I feel. He just, and deep, by the way, shout out to Prime. If you didn't see Prime's comments, um, he said, I don't even wear a watch and I know what time it is. They forgot. They forget I know who's been bringing the bag and dropping it off. 
Prime does not mince any words. And then he, he said that the guy for going to Jackson State's million of dollars, and Dion said, I don't even make a million dollars. Yeah, he has it, but he doesn't make it. No. So, um, and, then yeah, Jim, I, and then Jimbo Fisher calling a press conference. To call him out. To call him out is the most, that's hilarious. It's such a, it was such a weird situation. It I is going to definitely make for a great Mrs., or, uh, Mississippi State. Texas A&M. Te- sorry, Texas A&M. Alabama. Is that what Jimbo is? Texas A&M? Yeah, really. So. Alabama game. Yeah, um, uh, probably not. Alabama's just better than them. But uh, is he is he there? Am I wrong? Where is he, coach? No, you're right. Oh, okay. I always get Mississippi State and Texas A&M because of their why. colors. I don't either, but that's what it is. Um, yeah, I always want to say Jack a situation. I don't like Nick Saban. Never have. He's. I. I mean, he might be the devil. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say on that. To be honest, yeah, the portal, the portal, the NILs, the NIL. They've hey, they've hey, opened the up Pandora's box. That's going to be hard to get. Like I said, it's going to be hard to get the toothpaste back into the container, and I don't know how they're going to fix it. And they're going to have to figure that Here's out. And you thing. know what? That's for them to figure out, not me. Here's my thing as well. I think these things have been happening forever. I think now there's just a way for them to say this is legal and to be public. That's, right. That's what I think. So I don't really care too much about it. I think Nick Saban shouldn't have come out and did what he did, though. One more thing: Michael Vick will be playing for the uh, fan-controlled football. Here's what I will say about all of that: There is no doubt that he should dog walk the competition. I, I'm not commenting on that. I honestly, I, I <laughs> that was good. That was good. I, I'm glad Michael. I've been Vick, sitting on that one for a little bit. Have you? I'm glad Michael Vick um, <coughs> revitalized kind of his reputation a little bit. Um, what he did was horrible, obviously, and I and I don't like the excuse of oh that's just what he was used to because he had the means to get out and people would die for that way to get out of their situation. That being said, I've never been in a situation like that, so I don't know how he was thinking. But he's really done a good job, I think, of. Becoming a mentor for people of how to get out of those situations and really just changing his image completely. He's on TV now. You would have never thought that ten years ago if I would have told you that. So good for him. I mean, I don't know why he's playing football again, but whatever. Right. Yeah, I well, don't really get that. Well, that's kind of like so that. Is it's kind of like that that league that Ice Cube has, the basketball league. You know, it's kind of the same. Is that way. the league so, with T.O. and Johnny Manziel in it that you're talking about? It is. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, cool. Good for them. You know, whatever. Right. It's kind of cool. T.O. wants to play in the NFL again. He's 48. He's not playing in the NFL again. So, um, all people right. People didn't even want him when he was in his prime. Uh, I assume you're going to get to Kadri. I assume you're going to get to everything that's going on in St. Louis right now with the Blues as far as Kadri goes. But with that being said, we have to finish. We'd be remiss if we didn't. With the NHL segment that has taken the NHL world by storm, it's time. So be ready for Caleb's puck off, eh? I want to start before I say anything about Kadri. Kadri, I called him Kadri. It's fine. I'm know. having a rough day today. That, I, I mean, you can. I call blame him. the Robitussin. Honestly, it could be either one. I've always said Kadri, so that's what I, I think it is. Um, I want to start off by if you're someone that's threatening or making and or making racial remarks to Nazem Kadri at, at, in any means. Um, you're a bitch, and you need to stop. Let's just not okay. Don't do that. Don't threaten players. Don't let let Barbashev threaten Kadri if he wants to. Don't don't threaten players. Um, I get here at Bennington, and we're all mad about it. Um, I hate that. I hate anyone. Don't threaten because you won't do that to his face because he beat the crap out of you. Don't just don't threaten players. I there's an end of, now there's an investigation. You make the whole fan base look bad. It makes the city look bad. We already have a bad reputation in the city. Just stop. Don't do that. Um, that's so our fan base, a lot like the Yankee fan base. Not, 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 not Don't all ever of them. fucking say that again. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a portion. Not the same. Not as big of a portion, well, but yes. It's the same. Well, no, because this is one situation. There's already been three this year. With the well, Yankees. that's fair. Um, yeah, so we, we had to get into Bennington. Um, 
I I want to start by saying as well, this my heart breaks for Jordan Bennington. He's had a really tough go of it. People haven't really talked about it. Since his All-Star game in 2020, he was on the high of that. And then great in 2019 when he won the World... His All-Star game in 2019. But um, then when he won the, the Cup in 2019, he was riding high. He's really struggled since then. He won nine straight, lost nine straight playoff games. He was finally back. Like, back to even maybe being even better than he was in 2019. And for him to be hurt, that really sucks. There is hope that he will be back if we win the series. Um, but the Kadri situation, I get people's point of, you can make the argument, he was going for the puck, um, and he wasn't trying to hurt anything. You can make that argument, and if I'm an Avs fan, that's probably how I feel about it. But as a Blues fan, seeing what he did to Justin Falk last year, and got an eight-game suspension, which in the end, I mean, we saw Spurgeon cross-check Bruce Neighbors' ankle and get nothing. That tells you how bad his hit was to get eight games. Um, he knew what he was, I mean, Shen and Bortuzzo both said he knew what he was doing. When you go in, yeah, he was trying to play the puck, maybe. He knew he wasn't getting that puck. Rosen was in front of him. His, on TNT, he said Rosen pushed him. Rosen was in front of him, so he couldn't have even pushed him. Um, Rosen pushed someone into his goaltender anyway. He, he, I, my view of the play is you can, you can make the argument that maybe he didn't mean to do it, and then fine, I can accept that you can think like that. But my view of it was he disguised going for the puck as an opportunity to hit Bennington. Whether or not that was to hurt him or do anything like that, I don't know. Could he's been to send a message because Bennington did wave his stick at um, Bennington did wave his stick at Kadri's face earlier in the year. Like he did that because he hurt Falk. He tried to hit him with it. So there is history there. There's history with Kadri's reputation. I I perceived it as he may have not meant to do it, but he definitely didn't try not to do it. And I do believe that he had some intention with it. That's what I thought when I saw it. Okay, so what happens uh, tonight? Billy Husso is in net. Everyone crying like the season's over, saying that that I mean Billy Husso was our goddamn starter to start the year. He started the first three he games was, of the playoffs. And by the way, the dude has been freaking incredible. And I got some argument with some idiot yesterday that Husso was horrible in that game and didn't keep us in it. First off, it was a three to two game until the empty net goals. One of them not counted as empty net because Husso was still in the ice in that weird situation. But um, Husso kept us in the game and to come in cold after not playing for two weeks against the best offense in hockey probably. I and mean, they keep it at three goals. That's fine by me. Um, I think he's going to do well. I think tonight's a game. You have to win it. Like you can't as even... must win as must win gets. Yeah, it's as must win as you can get without it being an elimination. Correct, game. correct. And you have to win it, like point blank. I think they will. I think they're going to come out hot after. I mean, if you don't come out hot and can't find a way to win this game after the Bennington injury, then I don't really know what can get you going. Um, do you think there will be a dust up? I think there will be people at like Braden Shin that I probably think. do something to where maybe. Uh, a dust up could occur. A, a tussle, but, per se. But they will not do the come up to go up, someone slap them, and say, let's go, because that will get you two minutes gotcha. and five, and then the other guy just five, and then it hurts your team. Okay. So I, I think they're going to focus on winning, because that's what Baruby. And Baruby, it really has changed his tune. He was a, an enforcer when he played. That dude was has more penalty minutes than almost anyone in NHL history. And uh, he really likes to say, hey, we're here. If there's, if there's a play in the game where you can lay out Nazem Kadri in a fair way, and you can hit him, and you can send a message, do it. But if but don't go out of your way. Don't hurt the team. Don't get out of your defensive positioning. All the call, the Avs one are too good to give a power play a free one too, and they're also too good to to get out of your way to try and hit somebody and get out of your defensive positioning. They will make that hurt. So you really just got you got to play a perfect game almost to beat this Colorado Avalanche team. So I'm on I on the side of if there is something that happens, it will be probably mutual. Um, and I don't want them to go out of their game to try and do something. If if something else happens and Kadri does something else, then yeah, you take his head off. But if he does, if he doesn't do anything else. You've got to just play the game. You got to try and win. You're there to win. Um, Robert you, Thomas needs to show up. I don't know. As 
I, I mean, he needs I, to get on the score sheet. There we go. That's but he played a good game. I thought um, the other day he had some chances. Didn't didn't um, cash in on any of them. He he is really good in open ice. Really good in the playoffs. The ice gets very very small. I mean, it's at least that's what it appears. Um, it gets to the point to where it's very hard to score. Like hard, hard, hard to score in the playoffs. Um, like in in the regular season when the Blues are down two, you have a you feel like oh, okay, we're still in this thing. In the playoffs, that's very much not the case. The Avs defense is so good. It just seems like the ice is almost cut down to 180 feet at times instead of 200. Um, yeah, he had some good looks though. I mean, there are some plays in that game where if you shoot it, you know, if you don't miss the po- if you don't miss the net, this or that. Like in other games, they probably are tied or they're winning that game. Obviously, that probably feel the same. But I'm not gonna say he's. I think he's played really well defensively. He's shut down the second line very well, which is Landis Cog, who's really good. He's shut down that line pretty well from the center position. So yeah, he needs to get on the short score sheet. And if you're a fan that doesn't like watch it as intently as some do, you'll be like, well, what's Robert Thomas was one of our best players, and he's not doing much. That was a direct shot at me. No, there's a lot of people. A lot of people watch playoffs. And they I'm okay with season. it. I wasn't. But I'm saying you look like... at him and you're like, this guy had 50 assists. He had 20 goals. Like, why is he not doing that right now? It's points aren't the only thing. In fact, you're gonna get points at times, but it's really opportunistic almost. Like if if you get lucky to score in the playoffs, it's a lot of weird bounces. It's a lot of okay, this guy's stick broke, and now you take advantage of it like Mortuzo. But if you're he's playing a good game, you don't ever notice him making a mistake. So that's why I love Robert Thomas. So he does need to get on the score sheet to help us because he's one of our best players. But I think he's playing pretty well. How important to score the first goal tonight? Now we did it the other night. Well, and we've it done didn't it matter. the last two games and lost. Right. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Well, two of the last three. So my prediction last time was nothing. Actually, we scored first in all. What three. about a farce? We scored first in all three games. Um, all right. So it is important. I think it's important to get the crowd into it. It gets you. That's energized. what we need. It we calms need the barn you, to be calms, loud. It calms you down. It's, they're always loud. It calms you down. So it is important. It's always important to get the first. But point. it did feel like after Bennington got hurt. It was not loud. And we need that barn to be very, very loud. I heard it was who is loud banging the drum? I don't know who's doing it tonight. Probably some... I don't know. It could be Brian. John Ham. I don't know if he's there. He might be. Oh, he's going to be there, right? He wasn't there. He hasn't been there at all. Oh, why him. is John Ham not at our games? I don't know. I mean, he might be doing acting. He's what if it's Nelly? <laughs> I don't know if he does. I don't know Nelly if he go to Blues Cap? He, he does. does. We saw yeah. him. I saw him in a Blues game once. Yeah. Didn't yeah, yeah. see him, but I saw him I, on the screen. Yeah. Um, oh, I was there with you. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. He goes to everything. Maybe it's Nelly. Yeah, I don't know who's going to do it, but they the just need to, you need to get out, and here's the thing. Here's what I'm worried about. If they get out to an early deficit and they're down 1-0, maybe 2-0, they're going to get, oh, no. You know, that's the situation. They're like, oh, no, are we going to waste home ice? Go, get out and play well. Get out to a lead. you got to get out and bang some bodies around. When you have a chance to hit somebody, fucking hit them. Well, you got to win 3 or 4, so also, might as well start it My tonight. thoughts are out to Sam Gerrard. That uh, broken sternum. Oh, that's so in a concussion. could have been, and it could have, honestly, it could have been way worse. Yeah, it looked, it was bad. That was a hard hit. Um, if you're an Az fan and you think it was dirty, I get it. Um, it's a clean hit by the rules. Was the hit necessary? No. He did it He did it to, to probably try and send a message or to say, hey, we're going to hit you tonight. Um, it wasn't necessarily a hit for the game, but it sucks, and I hope he's okay. He's obviously not right now. Agreed. But, um, so, hockey's such a different world because people do try to hurt people in hockey. Because we know that you have to go up and uh, help the youth of the sport of baseball, which very good. Prediction for the rest of the series because – Probably won't with Memorial Day coming up and everything. We probably won't be back on until the end, like next weekend. I think they win tonight, um, and then it's a three game series, and two of which will be in Colorado if we get to Game Seven. 
I think if they win, it's going to really have to be they have to go on a winning streak here and win at least the next two. So you believe it comes back here for Game 6? I do. I okay. definitely believe okay. that. All right. I don't think the Blues... I think the Blues are too good, and I think they're too evenly matched with the Avalanche to lose in 5. All right. Five, winning in 5 is such a dominant way to win a series. I don't see that happening. Okay, that's what I like. And all hear. the games have been so close to where they've really been. The Blues could have taken any of these three games, and the Avs could have taken Game 2. Like They've been very close. The most dominant win so far was definitely Game 2, and that was the Blues. Other than that, the Blues have been right with them the whole time, so... I'm not really worried about it. A lot of people are really worried about, you know, the Avs being able to just run away with this thing. I'm not. I think Husto is going to stop the puck to on the stop, and he makes some outstanding ones sometimes too. So I think he's going to have a good performance tonight. I mean, I, I love Billy Husto. I think he's going to do a good job. All right, so there we have it. Uh, Caleb's puck off, eh? He's also, one more thing, Husto's also looking for a contract. He could really give him some money. Hey, let's go. Let's so. go. So listen, uh, once again, as Caleb is going to go up and help the youth of America become lovers of the game that we all love here in baseball and make good calls tonight because this is what we need. We need people like you in charge of the dark side. I'm so excited for making the right calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kale's going to have the short fuse. There's going to be T-ball and some, mo- some, some soccer baseball mom is going to yell something and he's just going to say, you're out. I'm going to be like, get out. The uh, fuck out my field. Get, get, out, get out of here. I can't wait till the, I hear those stories. I am the authority. Um, just a few things. Hey, obviously we are coming up on a holiday weekend, so everybody please stay safe out there. Uh, remember what Memorial Day is all about. Also, hey, here's the thing that's for all of us who are listening to their sports fan. Go Blues tonight. You also have Celtics Heat Game 4 tonight. NBA playoffs have been awesome, except, unfortunately, the, the Warriors and Andrew Wiggins posterized Luka last night. But the Warriors the are up 3-0 right now, and they look they look very, very good. They've got um, seven just, scores. Just a reminder... Just a reminder also, Super Regionals NCAA Softball, I have been watching NCAA Softball way too much here. And I absolutely, like I said before, I absolutely love it. You also have the college baseball tournaments this weekend. You have the Cardinals are in town. Hey, get out. Go go down there. Go, 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 down, go to a Blue Jays game. you got the Brewers this weekend. I know we're going for sure Saturday. You don't have to ump that game, correct, that day? Uh, next week, Padres, I'm definitely going to one of those games for sure. I definitely want to see Machado and the boys. Sucks. Yeah, that does suck, but... Go go go! Support the Blues. Go support the Cardinals. Go support the downtown businesses that need us. All right, uh, and enjoy the weekend, man. Get out, get on the grill. Rock and Roll Five Hundred for those of you KC ninety five fans. Rock and Roll Five Hundred, Indy Five Hundred. I assume, right? Is that probably I, this weekend? Since know. we do have the Rock and Roll Five Hundred, I assume Indy Five Hundred is this weekend. And do not know anything about any. And races. don't threaten any any athletes. Yeah, let's not do that. Don't ever. Let's not do that. Never reason. Um. Hey, again, thank you for thank you for joining us. As always, if you get a cha- if you get a chance. Please follow us uh, on Facebook at The More You Noble Sports Podcast. On fa- on Twitter, I apologize, at more underscore pod. Oh, my God. Guys, I do greatly apologize. The Robitussin, the Zyrtec, the Sudafed has formed some sort of cocktail that uh, I now know why Lil Wayne drinks this all the time. But here we go. Twitter, at more underscore noble. You can also follow Caleb at CalebNoble08. Uh, he's on there all the time as well, so so am I. Uh, we're really building up a pretty good followership, and that's thanks to you guys. If you get a chance, also find us on your podcast platform. Give us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate that, but really we just appreciate you taking time out of your day and your busy life to give us a little bit of time to talk sports nonsense and make really bad opinions, and you just kind of follow along. So thank you once again. Uh, like I said, get out, watch sports, a lot of stuff on TV. If it's raining, enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend. You all are awesome, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.